Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host Uppy. With me tonight we have Stash. Stash, how are you? I'm uh, I'm alive. Good to know. Uh, Beardo is here. Beardo, how are you post anniversary celebration in quarantine? Uh, Fan fucking tastic. Nice. Uh, Dodger's here. Dodger, how are you? Great. Awesome. Really happy to be here, as always. Um, I don't know. I've been, you know, I've had some life changes this last week, and I'm feeling really, really positive lately. Just oh, kind good. of trying to change my outlook on life. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm weak. Happy to hear. Um, what are you drinking tonight? Me? Oh, okay. Well, this beautiful, one of a kind, well, four, five, four, five of a kind. I'll be in the stash glass. I have a white claw. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Also, I have a uh, I have a Spolzel Shinerbach over here in this huge glass. Hmm. Um, and then I have a and then I have a a backup right here as well. So I got um, yeah. It'll be fun by the end. Right. Swear to God, I'll be way funnier by the end. Just give me you know give me a couple minutes. Sweet. All right, uh, Beardo. I am drinking um, Street Cart Sour from Last Call Brewing. Um, it's just a sour ale. Um, and it is quite tasty. It's it's um, dust pineapple, mango, watermelon, pepper, and jicama in it, along with some chamoy and marshmallow. Um, Interesting. It also has wow. lactose in it, so it's got that little bit of lactose bite um, and you can really taste the marshmallow vanilla in it it's really good it kind of kicks you in the back of the tongue huh. I really like it I'm actually kind of intrigued now <laughs> is it like is it like vanilla like uh, pancake like type of vanilla type of feeling towards the end no no not not like pancake vanilla it's like uh, I don't know. I just want to say vanilla, vanilla. I mean, I think the marshmallow, I think marshmallow is a good explanation of it. Like, taking a bite of marshmallow fucking cream. Hmm. Good. I might have to try it. But it's not, it's not real, like, prominent. Like I said, it's right on the back end. Hmm. Okay, uh, stash. I mean, I know we know. Quality H2O. Nice. So you've turned into the water boy. I had to do a bottle out of that, out of that big ass candy thing. <laughs> <laughs> sound like he was taking a piss. So if you heard something that sounded like piss, when you're stu- <laughs> it was. <laughs> when, you're, when, you're, when you're stuck in isolation, you, you got to do what you got to do around here. Get your water. <laughs> that, was, that was so funny, right? The, the there. guards only bring me water once, once a day, so I'm take advantage of it. <laughs> Well, I think all of us have plenty of alcohol to make up for your lack of it. Um, yeah. See, I, I got two beers by my side. Um, my first one, the main one, uh, the starter beer. Uh, it came out Wednesday from our friends at Dying Breed. It's a mosaic pale ale. It came out Wednesday, which, believe it or not, was Cow Appreciation Day or some shit. And it's called Mosaic. So... It is a 6.3% pale ale. 
Um, they described it as being crushable. It doesn't taste very crushable to me. It seems a little too heavy to be crushable, but it's beer. And then if I uh, kill this before the recording's over, I have a trusty Corona next to me. Um, nice. So it, it's a step above the White Claw and two steps above the water. So it's on the lo- nope. it's right in the middle of all the alcohol going on tonight. I, I, you know what? There, there will be no White Claw um, banter on this podcast, Uppy. I don't what think you're ever. Get, I don't think you're ever getting out of it. This could take a while. What? You have to stick around for a couple of years before I let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. We are just uh, continuing on with the current format where we all just pick a topic or a story, whatever floats your boat. And I'm going to put Stash on the spot. Stash, what is your topic du jour on this Friday evening? Uh, uh, I almost want to preempt you and say that the whole Russian story is a red-baiting hoax and... um, if an invading army occupied my neighborhood, I wouldn't need a bounty to kill you. I'd just fucking kill you. Thought about that for a while. Okay. Uh, anyone have any wow. response to that? Wow. That was, uh, <laughs> that's, that's really deep to start off the evening. Uh, I stared death down its down into its eyes, to its core, to its soul, and it's got no soul. So that's where I'm at right now. Huh? And I'm tired. <laughs> okay, uh, Dodger. <laughs> and I usually have something thought provoking. What's that? Say it again. I said I know you usually have something thought provoking. Yeah, I actually just thought of something right now because I came into this thing blind you know I like to sometimes I like to ask you know think of stuff when we do dealer's choice but at the same time sometimes I like to kind of like let it let it progress and then you know put myself on the spot because it's always you know subconsciously something I've thought about like at one point you know so Mm -hmm. I like to kind of get people's things but you know right right as I sat down here at the computer started to set up the podcast and all the <clears throat> different stuff. I, uh, my sister called me. She's getting married. I'm going to be the minister. I talked her into that, by the way. That's pretty oh, funny. Cool. I talked <laughs> her into That's that. That's cool. Yeah. So I, she, so with the whole COVID thing, she wanted to originally get married in October, pushed it back to December. Now what she wants to do, she didn't, she just told me this. She called me. She wants to have just a family like no friends just a family uh ceremony and she called me and was like hey you know october 2nd does that sound good for you and i was like yeah you could name a date and i'll be there i don't give a shit about work they're not stopping me from going to my sister's one wedding you know what i mean so um i'm really excited to be a minister also you know it's 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 a good reason for me to start getting back into shape and um, which I've been very lazy, lazy about um, during uh, this this you know tough time, which uh, you know Stash is feeling right now. Um, so we um, 
we decided or she decided on that date and I, what I was wondering about you guys is you know how how was your guys' weddings like how did you have a big ceremony did you have a small ceremony <laughs> or you as the men even even in, in, in the planning of the wedding like what was uh, do you have any good wedding stories I know I've heard stories about <clears throat> a couple bachelor parties for you guys so um what what was the experience like? Was it really as big of a deal as you thought it would be? Was it less? You know. Also, I'm engaged, so me and Mrs. Dodger are going to be getting married. Well, let's, awesome. You know, let me a couple years down the line. Let, let me start by saying Beardo had the biggest wedding ever. I think he had like 300 guests. Like the whole town of Knights Ferry was at his wedding. Uh, <laughs> um, he's probably the best person to ask since he's the only one who's had a marriage that's lasted. Um, uh, and, I, and I say that for, for the record, Mrs. Uppy and I technically are not married yet. Um, we do plan to eventually when the whole taxes thing works out in our favor. Um, yeah, I so I say definitely, uh, I'm Beard, I'm going to let you start off with this one since you, are you I'm sorry, hold on. Are you guys common law married? Or? As far as I know, California doesn't recognize common law. So. Okay. But, but uh, have you surpassed that general seven year of living in the same residence yeah thing. actually just this summer yeah, so this month actually yeah uh, we hit seven years living here and we have a kid so yeah oh well. boom common law married all right go ahead <laughs> all right so uppy is absolutely right we had 300 guests at our wedding i had seven seven groomsmen i think and my wife had seven bridesmaids um it was a big to do um not of my choosing um, my wife's family saw it as their social event of the century. And so they took that time to invite every single fucking person they knew. Mm. Um, right. So we invited 500 people and 300 showed up. Jeez. Um, the gifts were amazing. We got about $10,000 in cash and shit, tons of gifts. Um, it was really nice. Fuck, I gotta go even quicker. <laughs> um, and, you know, when it came to planning the wedding, I didn't really have, like, I had a say in all of it. Like, I could give my two cents and say, this is what I would like, and then I would promptly not get it. Um, but I didn't really care because. I just wanted to get fucking married. It didn't matter to me. It didn't matter if I had five people there or 500. It didn't matter to me. Um, So I did ask for two things, and I got both of them. They were important to me. Um, I wanted a white tux, and I got it. It was badass. Um, Hold on, stop. stop. You wore a white tux to your your wedding? It was a virgin. (laughs) <laughs> wow. So, yes, I wore a white tux, and I, look, I was actually just looking at the wedding the other day. I was a good-looking 22-year-old dude. So, really fucking good-looking. The, the only thing that worked um, against you was your best man was far better looking than you, so you were like... The second best looking guy, but you were still you were still like, hey, hey, I, I would have done you. That's all I'm saying. Beard or <laughs> hey, beard, beard or no beard at that time? Uh, goatee. Oh, yeah. God, what a weird time. What year was this? Yeah. 
2004. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's rocking the goatee. That's tough. Yeah. Tough look. Yeah. I had a goatee from... High school? Sophomore year of high school through... um, Until I turned 33. When I turned 33, I started growing my beard. What year in high school was it that you beat up that that nerd on the bus? (laughs) Well, I think we were juniors in high school, so... (laughs) (laughs) You beat up that guy with a goatee? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyways, so white tux was one of the two things I wanted. The other one was I wanted a cheesecake wedding cake. And so we had a cheesecake wedding cake. And it was, oh, three things. There was one other thing. So the cheesecake wedding cake was badass. And I wanted Mexican food at the reception. And so we had Mexican food at the reception. My wife actually hates Mexican food. And what? I had Mexican what? food. No. That it was. Amazing! Awesome. It was fajitas and rice and beans and oh. chips and salsa. And uh, the guy that catered our wedding, we actually, Uppy and I actually worked with, mm-hmm. and he made just amazing salsa, just the best salsa I've ever. Yeah, had absolutely. Yeah. I love. It was but so good. Can we talk about the fatal flaw of your wedding, though? <laughs> Go for it. There was no alcohol at the reception. Oh, what? There no what a dick. Because I was super religious and my wife was 20 years old. So there was no reason for either of us to drink. It's not about you. Here's a greater point. I'm gonna, here's, a greater, here's a greater point here. Your wedding is not about you anyways. It is like, <laughs> Sasha, it's, not, it's about everyone else. Everyone's there to enjoy your day. Um... <laughs> now, granted, a wedding now would be different in our late 30s, in our early 20s, mid-20s. It, it was a big to-do. Your your whole night is spent um, being dragged around by the wedding planner and the photographer. Yep. So it is about everyone else. So that's why I insisted my first marriage. Um, I think we had a cake of Bud Light. I made sure of it. I said, I, I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> I didn't get a white tux. It's okay. I, you know. Uh, but I insisted. It's like, no, we're having a keg of beer because, you know what, this is a party for everyone else to enjoy my day. So let's get them yeah. drunk. And that's did what you, we did. Did you Wait. not in my wedding? Dude, did, uh, did you meet all your wedding guests at AA? Or like that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no. A lot of coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beardo also had hey, a morning uh, wedding too. We did have a morning wedding. We got married at ten o'clock in the morning, and Jeez. we were done with the reception by two. Wow, that's interesting. That one I'm not. I'm not super against. That's. I mean, I'm not gonna yep. do it. But that's cool. It's interesting. You know what I mean? All right. Look, I'm gonna put this up. Can you see? Oh, I don't think you can. All right, let it. Right. There you go. You look like Mark McGrath. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if you didn't bleach his hair, yeah. There's the uh, frosted tips, and I got it. Yeah, that would have been fucking dope. I just heard yeah. like every morning there's a halo. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a halo over there, bad. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you stop singing? Hey, I'll take this moment to uh, we'll, we'll we'll take this moment since Mrs. Dodger just walked by uh, in the in the back of the uh, in, in a badass. It's a tiger onesie, by the way. If you guys isn't a tiger onesie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys a link so you can get one. No, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Well, you guys are invited to our wedding. We don't know when it is. Woo. I'll be there. But there you go. Yeah, you guys are mm-hmm. invited. It'll be in California too, so you guys will. Won't be too far my, my wedding's gonna be in Nevada. Yeah. Okay. Like in, uh, like in, uh, like the Hangover. Uh, all i can say is we're we're waiting on a job offer that i haven't yet received and it's coming i I think we got a week i think we have a weekend planned out in next november so be ready oh hell yeah 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 okay awesome and i i'm not going white tux but i think i am going uh dumb and dumber i'm gonna go the light blue tux (laughs) the florals no light blue yeah light blue tux Because we're old, the bachelor party. I'm just gonna wear jeans and a t-shirt to my wedding. <laughs> there you go. It's a t-shirt, yeah. Shorts and a shirt. Yeah, let's be honest here. I mean, at the end of the day, you're just determining how much you're willing to pay for the same piece of paper. So, that's up to you. Hey, honestly, I think weddings are like even as like a male, usually a male, you know, you don't care, and I won't have too much to do with the planning. You know, it's more of like a dream for the female usually which is fine with me I'll accept that but I I want to have a great wedding you know what I mean I want to I'm cool with a big ceremony that's awesome you know but I only want people there that really actually truly care like I don't want it to be just friends of friends of friends of friends of friends it's like yeah. if I don't know you you shouldn't really you're welcome to my wedding but why the fuck are you really here you know what I mean <laughs> type of thing yeah yeah. And, and, and my goal is to get married before you know well well, my grandparents are alive. That's my, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, it'll, it'll definitely be a cool reception. Um, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to getting married. You know, honestly, I don't care that it's just a piece of paper. I think that's a huge thing in your life and it shows a huge commitment to a big part of your life. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to the honeymoon too. I want to go to Greece. Oh, that's a fantastic choice. Right? Yeah, good choice. Yeah, Yeah. I I want to go to Greece. Hopefully it'll be kind of like a trip where we go a couple places. But I definitely want to go. I think think Greece on a honeymoon would be badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like, they start letting us in other places because I think the only place we can go with the American passport is uh, Turkey, uh, (laughs) Mexico, which I don't know if that's totally true. I think yeah, only I like, weren't allowed in Mexico. Yeah, no, I think they closed the border, but you might be able to fly in. <laughs> I, I think, think they're building a wall on their side <laughs> yeah. of the border. Right. And, uh, I a think lot harder one, to get in. Than yeah, there's like one more other place that you can get into, but it's not somewhere you want. Probably like, Russia. I'm guessing. <laughs> Britain or something, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's let's hear it. What do you got? Oh, mine? Oh, no, we're not married, man. We've been together 11 years. You're uh, not married? A, really? No, we've been, we've been together 11 years, but uh, I've been to a lot of uh, weddings and seen a lot of wedding planning going on. So the thing that I know is that it's not about you. It's about her. So <laughs> everything is about her, her white dress or whatever color dress, the color, the flowers, the, the cake, the food, everything is about her. So uh, you just yeah. kind of step out of it and say, okay, how much money do I got to give up, you know? That's it. Yeah. And even the day of, it's all about her. You're just yeah. there for the ride, buddy. Hey, you know what? That's cool. I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't, I personally don't have a complaint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me wear, let me wear what, 
suit I want to wear and let me get a let me pick a couple of meals on the menu and boom I'm, I'm good now I pick the meals on the menu I'm gonna <laughs> you just I'm gonna because she's because she's already picked it out you just gotta say yeah no that sounds good that sounds good yeah those are those are good. those are my those are my bugaboos <laughs> you know what I mean as John C. Riley said <laughs> yeah no I mean if there's something you gotta have feel free to say I gotta have this I mean that's how I got my my three things I said I don't care about anything else these are the three things I want and so it was good I actually loved my wedding I thought it was a great fun day yeah so and, and I time. and I remember it because I was over yeah absolutely <laughs> everyone there was sober. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Far up my in-laws did not have to pay ten thousand dollars for booze <laughs> Oh, Could man. you imagine supplying alcohol to 300 people? Yes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I Hey, I, I'm sure they could afford it. I remember your father-in-law gave me a $100 bill at your bachelor party, so I'm sure they've been good for <laughs> buying the babies for everybody. Yeah, well, fun story. My in-laws, to pay for my wedding, sold some cows. They're like, all right, we got some bills due. Let's sell a cow. So they'd sell a cow and pay for whatever they had to pay for. That's so Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> it was rad. That is very Central Valley type of thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's go. Let's go sell our sheep but, and a cow. Let's go, everybody. But no, like I, I think that, my wedding cost twelve cows. I think that's how much it costs. Wow. <laughs> Well, you know, well, well, there's Northern California, then there's where Mrs. Beardo's from. Like, because we all went to high school together, and one day Mrs. Beardo asked me for a ride home, probably because that was her last resort. And I drove her home, and it was out there, like, but not like tediously out there. And it was such a big deal. She got a ride home that her mom like offered me like fifteen dollars. I was like, no, it's okay. I don't need money. Like, fifteen bucks back then would have filled up my whole tank too. <laughs> you know. I, I can tell you that from where we lived on Walnut Street in Oakdale, out to her house, with no traffic, was 15 minutes. That's how far out of town it was. 15 minutes out of town. And that might not sound like a big deal to you Southern California people, but if you're driving 15 <laughs> minutes... Like, what? If you're driving 15 minutes out of Oakdale, you're driving like 15 miles out of Oakdale. So it was it's like it a long straight road. road. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that makes yeah. Sense. He lived way out in the country, way out in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Well, well, uh, Uppy's where Uppy's uh, family, the in-laws, where they live. They live near uh, our uh, uh, grandparents and whatnot. And fifteen minutes is kind of a far drive because mm-hmm. you take that one road, Ramona Expressway, all the way through. Fifteen minutes can take you all the way to Altonsomo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it was quite a, quite a big deal. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Beardo, you want? Yeah, to still there. He looks frozen. Jesus. All right, Beardo, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. You want to say something? You want to pick a topic? Is this one of those nights where our internet's are actually working? Kind of. I'm hearing a lot of choppiness, so it's um, barely working. Okay. I've got a couple things, but they're both very small. Um, I I went back out to Drake's tonight, Drake's Brewing. Um, they had a special beer that I wanted to pick up, 
And while we were there, again, we got the tots. And the mm. tots, again, were freaking amazing. Um, I got garlic tots, and I'm still tasting them. Mm. And I do not regret that. Um, I got some denogonizer on tap, which made me very, very happy. Um, so it, it was a very lovely night. Um, I just wanted to say tonight was a great night. We went out and had a good time. And, um, yeah, in addition to that, baseball is coming back. I'm super freaking excited about that. And I was looking at my beloved A's schedule, and I see that they do play the Dodgers for one series only, for three games in September. So my question is, who wins that three-game series, and why do they win the World Series after that? Is that a real question, or are you just trying to be a funny guy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the A's win because the Dodgers can't pull through in the clutch. So there you go. What's about playing the Oakland A's in fucking mid-season? What what, what clutch does that have to do with it? You know what? No, let's stop. Because he he mentioned winning the World Series. You can't do it. You You can't do it. Stop talking, and I'm going to talk. Me and staff going (laughs) <laughs> we just, right. I just only only one one thing I gotta say about what's uh, the reason why we're gonna be so confident since Mookie Betts. Mookie so, Betts, two fucking words. It. Mookie Betts, two words. What is he, like, and I'm gonna 40? start going off now. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, we so one, sort it up. Mookie Betts, one, Dodgers, first in 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 power rankings by fucking guys that know shit about baseball. I haven't even fucking heard of. What? What? I told you this is my time. I did you're doing this. I did. This is my time. This is, hey, a big deal. Like Happy happy hands. Oh, we might win a game against the Dodgers. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to hear it because... Uh, uh, let me, I let think me you touched like, a sore spot there. Be... No, 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 no. You didn't. I'm not mad. I'm just telling you because as, as just... You're so... You're so... Hey, you know it's fucked up? I just looked right here. I looked like Donald Trump, so I'm going to fucking hand that part. <laughs> Sad. Um, Sad. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, jazz hands. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give you about... This is what, I, I can give you ten reasons. Mookie um, Betts, Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger... I mean, the entire pitching staff. Um, the Dodgers knowing that it's kind of a last hurrah. We have five major free agents that are going to be free agents, upcoming free agents, sorry, that will be free agents at the end of this year that know it's kind of the last hurrah for these guys who have been part of this team for since at least, at least the 2017 season, which was taken away from us, um, you know, by yeah whatever we won't touch on that but um A's A's Dodgers I mean are you guys really if I had to guess I have the Dodgers going at least 42 and 18 this year A's probably slightly over 500 right and when when is that game 
Do you know? Do you know about how far uh, into the, into the season it's that is? It's like the series before the last. It's almost the end of the season. Yeah, the Dodgers are going to be rolling by then. The A's are going to be bad at the beginning of the season, just like they always are. And it's just, you know what I mean? Or, well, beginning of the season being, you know, still it's only 60 games. So it's going to take them more than 60 games to be legitimate. I think the A's will finish second in the AL West. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's going to be a landslide that they that they that they um, come second to, if not third, to the Angels could possibly be good as well. Um, what? 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 What is so wrong about that? Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, no pitching. I get it. Hey, I'll tell you guys right now though. Pretty cool story. Um, at work, uh, Tyler Buttry, who's their best relief pitcher, came in and tried to buy a car from us and got. Um, got declined because of his credit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's embarrassing. Embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, so let's knock the angels down. Forget I said that. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, realistically, you know, all, all jokes aside, and um, who wins that series? I say Dodgers 2-1. to one. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a safe bet. You know what I mean? You're, it's the type of bet where you throw 100 bucks, you're not making anything back. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's just, it's just the Dodgers who are supposed to be a powerhouse and the Dodgers who are supposed to win the World Series this year. And um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, maybe you guys can bring up some points against that, saying as to how, you know, the A's might have a shot beating a, a powerhouse like that after getting beat up by, you know, really good bats in their division. They have, they have I mean, you, you guys face a really good division. Uh, great on pitching besides Houston, but uh, a lot of that goes into that. You know what I mean? Because they are playing 60 games in 66 days. You know what I mean? That's a lot of baseball to be getting fucking hit, 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 hit. You know what I mean? Maybe a couple injuries. That's a lot of baseball. The Dodgers have a lot of depth, and that's probably not going to be too much of a problem. Um, they're not going to be getting shelled like the way that – uh, I'm sorry, that uh, – Oakland will most likely be getting shelled. And that's not to say that I don't, I don't like the Oakland A's. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Oakland A's behind the Dodgers. A couple spots behind the Dodgers. But realistically, if you want to talk who wins that series, Dodgers 2-1 to one guaranteed. If not, a sweep. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I've read also places that, that the free agencies is what's going to make <clears throat> it's gonna get that magic, you know, like we gotta do this now type of feeling, you know. Well, and and it's all of these guys want to lay their dicks off because they need to solidify a contract for for the next years and years years to come. I mean, people yeah. don't think about stuff like that. And but yeah, definitely, it's like these guys have been together, and it is the last hurrah. Yeah. Beardo. Sure. Um. So. Um, <laughs> I love the A's. I've been a diehard A's fan my entire life. Um, so I'm always going to root for the A's, and I'm definitely going to say the A's are going to take this, this Dodgers series. And here's why I think they will take it. Um, first of all, the corner mats, they are absolutely amazing. Um, and I think they are going to be on fire all year. Um, and so I think they're going to kind of be an it factor for the Oakland A's. So you have the corner mats. In addition to that, looking at the A's uh, um, starting rotation, it looks out and love. 
this year, and for some reason, our fucking manager is just great at getting things out of people that they should not even be getting. The A's have a fantastic fucking manager. You can make those players play. And the A's are a great second-half team, and this season is basically second-half. This season, second-half all year. So I think the A's are going to be great. They're going to start out on fire. They're going to keep going on fire. And they're just going to have a killer season. And I think this year is just fucking weird enough that the A's actually win a postseason series that matters. No, they all matter. A postseason series, they finally win one. And if they can win one postseason series, I think they're going to win the World Series. So they got the fucking talent to do it. They got <laughs> the manager to do it, and that starting rotation I think is solid enough to shut down any lineup. Sadly, I felt that way about the A's for the last few years. If yeah. they could just get past the wild card game, they have the team to do it. Um, let, let let the Dodgers have their regular season series two to one. That, that's not unreasonable. Uh, Dodger had some very good points as to why it would happen. I'm not going to spend my time disagreeing with it because. Why? But I can tell you why the Dodgers won't win the World Series because that was the second part of your question, right? I'll tell you why the Dodgers no, won't. I think whoever wins that series wins the World Series. No, I disagree because the Dodgers are like the Yankees or half like the Yankees where they spend all the money but they have none of the tact. So Where have the Dodgers, where have the Dodgers spent money like the Yankees? Please tell me. Please uh, tell isn't me. their payroll the highest right now? Like... Yes, but how in free agency have they gone and gotten John Carlos Stanton, Garrett Cole type of people? Did did Kershaw not get drafted? Bueller not get drafted? Did Bellinger not get drafted? Did Max Muncy not get signed to a fucking minimum deal? I mean, Betts is on is on a big contract, but that's not a free agent signing. That's a that we gave up future a huge future player in Alex Verdugo to acquire him. So that's one thing that I do not agree with is the Dodgers spending money to win championships. Look, look at the fucking – Will Smith, dude, is going to be is gonna be an all-star catcher for he, – he's going he's gonna to get eight all-star games in his, in his fucking career. He's also, he's also a, a, you know, a, a drafted Dodger. I mean, look at everything up and down. Julio Urias, look at Alex Wood. They got him back out of, out of free agency, who's not making a lot of money. The Dodgers – Payroll is not based on free agents that are big names. We didn't sign Anthony Rendon. We didn't sign Garrett Cole. We went out and traded a three huge future picks for Mookie Betts. So that that's one thing that I it, it, I don't agree with that. The fact that they spend a lot of money is because they're so deep. Um, um, also, let me just touch on this real quick. I've been watching a lot of. Um, I've been watching a lot of NL West and AL West preseason games, inter-squad games. I spent hours doing that. The Dodgers look fucking bomb. Corey Seager, rookie of the year, also drafted by the Dodgers, is going to have a fucking comeback season like no other. And I'm not a Corey Seager fan. I'm not sold on Corey Seager because he's been fucking lackluster since his first season. And this dude looks dynamite this entire year. I've watched the A's. The A's do not look great. Pitching staff is, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give give it a B, not a B minus, not a B plus. I'll give it a B, honestly. But let's let's look at the MLB's power rankings. They have the A's finishing 32 and 28 behind the 
the Astros finishing 35 and 25. Um, the Dodgers are the highest ranking regular season team in, in, uh, on that poll, going 36 and 24. And uh, don't get me wrong, the A's, you know, have a good record, top 10 record in that in that poll, but that that's not going to get you to the playoffs. I don't know if the A's even make it to the playoffs. You know, if if they were to stay healthy, I say guaranteed they make it to the playoff in a a wild card spot, but there's absolutely no chance that if they sustain one injury or they go through one bad slump that they get to the playoffs. There's no way. And 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 what um, Uppy said, you thought that for the last three years. Obviously, you're going to think that. Every fucking Cowboys fan says this is this year. That doesn't mean that it's this is the year. You know what I mean? I don't think that the A's are going to even be a, you know... Like and, and I'm talking like further than like the series. Who gives a shit about the series? You know what I mean. At that point, kind of your playoff, your, your 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 spot in the playoffs is already solidified. And the fact that this season is so weird will definitely affect kind of what's going on. But as far as like even making it to the playoffs or being a team that you can consider to the playoffs, like I think that's such a long shot for Oakland. Just because, I mean. I don't know. There's great players on, on, on the A's. Don't get me wrong. I, like I said, I like the A's. Really, I do. They have a great... They they might have a top five relief staff, right? They, might, they, they have a very good relief staff. They have two very good... Uh, two righties, a couple good lefties, you know what I mean? And a couple, you know, solid righties at the bottom of their relief staff. So... Um, that series is going to go two and one, if not a sweep by the Dodgers. But the Dodgers haven't really been sweeping people since 2017 when they swept like 20 fucking series that year or some crazy shit. Like it was insane that year. But I, I don't think that the A's have a have a realistic chance. You know what I mean? Seeing Houston four times that year, seeing LA, seeing other you know good teams. Um, Texas, they could drop a couple games to Texas. I don't think so, but like I said, the biggest thing for the A's going forward is not getting shelled and then coming back the next night going, well, fuck, that was our ace. We already played our two our two good players and lost one of those games. You know, let's see how the series ends with one of our not great pitchers against these great hitting lineups. That's tough. It's it's tough to go play the Astros, get shelled. Go play Texas and Joey Gallo hits fucking three home runs in three games, and then go play Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon and Justin Upton and you know Andrelton Simmons. Like that's that's just that's tough for them. That's all I'm saying. We do that and every year and we succeed. I mean, it's really you're no, acting like you're acting like this is new for us. It's not. Not in the first sixty games, though. That's the thing. Not in the first sixty games. That's that's a, that's tough. That's very hard to catch your you have like literally to be a successful team that's not a, a, a build number one like the Yankees, Astros, Twins, Dodgers. It's hard to have to catch your stride ten games into the season and then go fucking you know, with the remaining fifty games, go win thirty three of them. That's so hard to you know what I mean, when you have such a powerhouse and good hitting in your division. But of all of the teams that would do it, it would be the A's. The A's have done it. I agree. Times. I agree. I, I, I mean, agree. I I agree. And if you, look, if you look at the roster, it's a core of fantastic players. 
that have been together for two or three years now. And so they're starting to gel as well. I agree. So I agree. I think I, if I anyone's agree. built to overcome the challenges that you're putting forth for them to come, which are absolutely valid points, if anyone's going to overcome that stuff, it's going to be the A's. I mean, they've proven they can do it before. The only thing they have not proven that they can do is win a postseason series. It's the only thing they have not proven they can do. What I'm saying is it's not really uh, 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 to me it's not really if, if I'm in that clubhouse um, it's not really uh, you know a worry of winning a postseason series is getting to the postseason with such a good hitting division that you're in yeah. and I agree if anyone's set up to do it it's not the fucking Rangers dude you know what I mean it's it's the A's are set to go when they're when they're 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 playing game to get a wild card and then go surprise someone in the in, you know in their five game series I agree with that I'll, I'll say that it, it's the A's are set up to do that good pitching it's just like it's dude honestly it's just like Washington last year but Washington has probably the best starting pitching staff in, in the MLB but their pitching staff all together it, it, it you know it proves that you know the A's are gonna they, they can be a great team there are holes in their lineup um, sure. but I just think I, they're gonna get shelled so hard on the mound that it, it it's gonna be tough to go play another game and be like well fuck you know we just gave up 22 20, you know 22 hits we just gave up multiple you know what I mean? Like it's it's like yeah, if, you're, if your ace has a bad game, and then your number two pitcher doesn't have a great game, even if you're you know what I mean, even if your ace has a good game, you win you know first game of the series, and then you have your number two guy go in and get shelled. Your number three guy's going, oh shit, I got another game, and then your number four guy, if it's a four game series, going, well fuck, now we lost two out of three. And we've used all of our relievers because these other guys got shelled. That could definitely happen. That could happen 30 games out of the year. 20 games out but, of the year. Those 20 games are big. But also the A's have the Coliseum, which is a is a pitcher's park, not a hitter's park. And if you look at the schedule, the A's are playing a lot of these guys in the front half of the season at home. So at that point of the season where – they would be shakiest or most likely to fall behind in the standings. They're actually at home in a pitcher-friendly park when they've got a solid rotation. So a lot of those big bats are going to be more neutralized. Especially in those night games. Mm-hmm. That ball dies there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean... Yeah, I get that. I mean, balls are going to be... It's the middle of summer when this season's going to be taking place. I mean, balls are going to be flying yeah. out in the stadium, though. It's not... I don't know. Uh, that, well, you know, what I've said is honestly... What is honestly have you I'm been not, to a night game in Oakland? Yeah. Have you been to a night game in Oakland in the summer? No. Uh, we we still go in hoodies and it, jeans. It, it, <laughs> it gets cold. Say it again, you kind of cut out. Sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. That's That's fair. I get that. That's fair. Um, however, I don't know if you guys have paid attention to any of the releases. There's going to be mostly day games. Well, I did not season. know that. 
Yeah, it's it's going to be mostly day games. There will be night games, but it's going to be it's going to be mostly day games, just so guys aren't in the hotel all the time around each other around people, just so that yeah. you're at the ballpark and you get your job done. You go home, you go to sleep. So there's yeah. going to be there's going to be a, a a lot more. The percentage, obviously, it's only sixty games, but the percentage of day games versus night games is going to be a lot higher this season. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I do have to say I'm excited that baseball's back, and like always, I'm super hopeful for the A's. And you know, as long as we have Bob Melvin, I think we always have a chance. Yep, that's fair. I'm I'm 100 cool with that. That's very fair. Just right. wrong, but fair. <laughs> right. I, I hope you're eating those words in September. We're gonna revisit yeah. this in a few months. I'm shaking in my fucking boot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to end this tonight in the most disastrous. So we, we lost Stash in all this. Um, Stash um, needed to get to bed. So he's, he signed off while we were fighting. Um, so this probably won't go as long as it could have. And I actually say that in a bad way because it, it would have been interesting to hear what Stash had to say. So I, I'm going uh, political yet again. And yeah. I'm kind of going Second Amendment yet again. Here, here's my issue. I was remembering since this president's been off in office, and I, I want everyone to know. I think I've said this before, but if I haven't, I'll say it again in case we have any new listeners. I support the Second Amendment. I grew up in the country. Um, I love shooting guns. I don't blame people for wanting them. Um, I do believe that we can make things a little bit safer overall by making a few changes in the gun laws. But overall, I want every responsible gun owner to have whatever guns they want. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> with that said, I remember a few short years ago, th- the main argument that I was seeing for not touching the Second Amendment was, hey, what if our government turns tyrannical? What if we need to turn our government? We need our guns then. And I remember laughing in my own head thinking, that would never happen because the person who's more like, most likely to lead our country in that direction is someone you support. That person did happen to be Donald J. Trump, who was still our president, who currently, um, despite knowledge of there being bounties on our own soldiers, um, has called it a hoax, who, from what I've heard... Um, as a possible retaliation for that was uh, suggested to him that maybe we don't invite Putin to the G7 summit and our president was not agreeable to that, which is absurd, right? I mean, I, I, mean, I can't really think of anything more uh, tyrannical than not standing up for our troops. I mean, if nothing else, that is something that we should all be pro on is protecting the people who are protecting us. Um, so really what it comes down to is, you know, I just, these people I think are hypocrites and I really think at this point in time, the only thing that they're actually arming for truly is like, just like, I don't know, another civil war. Like there's going to come a point where I think the only thing that really they want their stockpile arms for is when the libtards have gone too far. When the looters have made their way out to cousin fuck country. I don't get it. Because you can't just sit there and tell me you need your guns 
to protect against the government when this is probably the most tyrannical level of government we're ever going to see, hopefully, in our lifetimes. And you're sitting back there still defending Trump, saying what a great job he's doing. And it just boggles my mind. So whichever one of you wants to take over from here, knock yourself out. Let me, yeah, let me just say two, two points really quick. Um, one, I got called a libtard the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, that's so... What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, come on. Uh, two, uh, this guy, um, would you say is dumb? Donald something. Anyway, he... Um, Trump. He, Trump. Trump. That's... Trump? Is it Trump? Mm. Trump. Trump. Yeah, he, he said... Uh, what was that? Um, three, four... What was that? Last Friday? Is that when he made that little dumbass speech? He said during that speech, um, if we uh, just don't test, if we test, send out half the tests of the coronavirus... Um, only half the people will have it. And if we do a quarter of that, only a quarter of the people will have it. So, you know, just take that with a grain of salt. Um, how fucking stupid this guy truly is. And how, uh, I mean, I think he knows his, his reign's coming to an end. And he's going to try and fuck some stuff up for the next guy that steps in. Mm-hmm. Um which is what I think is definitely going to go on is that you have a child in a man's in a man's fucking position as the president of the the, the most free country in the world. It's a fucking joke. Um, so so uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But as far as the Second Amendment overall, what's your question? Like you said, so many things right there. I have no idea what you want me to answer. <laughs> it's not a question. It's just <clears throat> these people. Like I said a few years ago, the common argument was. We need it against the government in case they ever force us to do it. And the only times these people have ever taken their arms up against anything is most recently when the governor of Michigan says, stay home for two weeks. Those fuckers, maskless, charge the state capitol with no guns. And the only other time I can think of, or two other times, all right, so uh, the time that people took over that, what, that state park in Oregon? And the most notable time is when... uh, they all showed up in to protect Cliven Bundy and his forced welfare situation where they're def- – most of these people would be against welfare, but Cliven Bundy was told, hey, restrict your cattle and pull your cattle back off this land. And he increased his cattle number and pushed further into the land, would not pay the bill to the Bureau of Land Management – it's like it literally was like the biggest welfare case you could ever think of, and these people actually showed up with guns to help him out. When these were the same people that sit there and say, "Stop being lazy, get a job." So it's not really a question. It's just you know, yeah. Pick a stance and actually stick to it, even if at some point you have to sit there and say, "You know what? Maybe I was wrong about this stance." Yeah. So I've I've said to, I don't remember if it was when you and me um, just hopped on together for like what turned into like three hours that one time. Um, I don't remember if I said it on the podcast or if I said it just to you probably, but I'll say it now. I'm, I'm a liberal that's for guns just because I think that the government is trying to disarm us. With that being said, I don't think it's like necessary to own fucking 40 guns. You know what I mean? Like that's not necessary, but it is necessary to protect your house. Um, just because there is so much crazy shit going on in the, um, in the world right now, especially in the United States, um, 
So if you would have asked me five years ago, I would I, I was a liberal that was you know pretty against guns, and I and I still think it should be harder to acquire a weapon, especially where I live in Arizona, where if I wanted to right now, if there was a gun store open and it's uh you know eleven fifty four right now, if I were to go to a gun store, I could have a I could come back home, you know, be home before twelve thirty with a brand new gun, assault rifle, shotgun, handgun, doesn't fucking matter, I can go get one. I think it needs to be a lot harder to get guns. I think that you should absolutely be allowed to have guns. Absolutely be allowed, you know, to have guns. But I agree with you. If you're going to have a fucking opinion, stick with it. And that is an opinion that changed of mine. But like I said before, when we were on the civil unrest episode, or maybe it might have been the more civil unrest episode, not to be confused with the civil unrest episode, (laughs) obviously. Um, it's that um, everything's about changing someone's opinion. If mm-hmm. you can change someone who has you know a little bit of racism in them, racism in them to be like, oh, okay, what's happening in America right now is all kind of fucked up. I think that's a big deal. And you know what? This the government has done a lot of stuff to to you know to definitely put a put a dent. They've done a really good job at dividing us. And they do every fucking day. They do such a good job at dividing us as American people to make us hate one another. And um, but as far as gun control goes, I think you you are entitled to have a weapon if you are physically and mentally fit to have one. Um, especially to because I've met a lot of right wing people that are like, if a cop comes to my house, I'll have my gun in my hand. One, you're a fucking idiot for doing that. But two, I get that. It's your right. You know what I mean? You never know what a police officer, um, as a, you know, to protect and serve, I say that with quotations, just because who the fuck knows what they're coming to do nowadays. I also guarantee it was a white person who said that, too. Absolutely. 100%, 100%. That was going to be what I was going to say. Yeah. 100%, 100% a, white, a, a white person. And I still get into, you know, this guy posts his little right-wing nut job bullshit on Facebook. And mm-hmm. I stay out of it usually, but I like to troll. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. I like to troll a little bit. And I'll, and I'll fucking, fun, yeah. I'll go troll. I'll hop in the comments and I'll troll a little bit. This guy always has something to say. A good friend of mine, too. Don't get me wrong. Good, good friend of mine. I coached hockey with this guy. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy with good intentions. But very white, right wing nut jobish, and one of the guys who, even if you told him uh, Trump just raped a whole family of children um, that are foster kids, he'd be like, "Whoa, he did, did, you know, he's one of those guys." Like, look what he did for the economy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't be here. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like one of those guys. But yeah, he said that, and you know, yeah, I, I don't know. We need, we need to have guns. Man, I, I think we do. We can't let the government take our guns. It'll never happen. Let me go ahead and say that. And what was it, 1994, 1995, we had an assault rifle, a, a assault rifle ban in America? I don't remember what year it was. I might be saying that wrong, and it might not have been a, a national thing, but it was definitely there were areas where you weren't allowed to have assault rifles in, in America at one point. I, I don't remember what year. I apologize for that, but, you know. Um, I don't think anything like that will ever happen again. I think that the American people are too strong, even though, you know, even the government's word isn't the highest word. You know what I mean? CIA. Um, But it's just like, um, it's just, you know, we got to have our, we got to have our guns. We got to be able to protect ourselves from the the fucking, you know, big brother. 
And all I'm asking for them to stop lying to themselves and say it is to protect themselves against government, because it's not. It's to protect them from the government that they don't agree with. So yeah. Yeah. as soon as the other party comes into power, that's the government they feel they need to protect themselves with. The government they agree with, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They could create a dictatorship, and they wouldn't need to protect themselves against the government because the dictatorship, let's be honest... This dictatorship would work for them. Yeah, they wouldn't. They got the fear. They, the yeah. fear running it. Yeah, it, it so, hates all the same people. Are, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I find though, and here's my biggest concern. I feel that there is a small group of very loud people on the far right. I feel like there are a very small group of very loud people on the far left. And these two groups make all of the noise. While a majority of people are somewhere in the middle, we can find some common ground pretty easily. The quiet middle group, who are the majority, yet we let the people on the fringes be the loudest. The media sees that they can make money by spouting one side or the other. I don't think, I don't think Fox News believes the shit they say. I don't think CNN believes all the shit they say. I think they're getting money for it. The dollars that they're getting by getting people to tune into their shows. And I think that we are letting the two loud minorities determine how we feel every single day. When in reality, most people are not that insane. However, we do know insane people. We do, and I, and I think what the gun thing is, at least with guns, you don't have to be, like, far right-wing to go that far. Like, I know a lot of really small people who are pro-2A, who, at least with guns, will go that far. But with everything else, they won't. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> I, I do think you're right. Um, the, the misconception Donald Trump puts out there is that his supporters are the silent majority. Um, I think the polls are starting to accurately show that they're not. They're the vocal minority. Um, Because we're heading into this election where um, we have four years of knowledge on them now. It's not... We have four years of provable, tangible evidence of what it's going to be like. So, man. Fuck that guy is all I can say. Do not... (laughs) not trust the polls don't trust them do not put your faith in americans making rational decisions do not do not think that this election is going to be an easy win for either party this election will be ridiculously close and uh i'm afraid it's not going to go our way so you guys vote every single time i do unlike beardo i vote for winners though Never having voted for the president. Yeah. I've never once voted for the winner. You didn't vote for Obama? I did not. I was still Republican at the time. I've been right three times oh. out of. Oh, interesting. Maybe I'm 50%. I've been right. Th- How many times have we voted, Beardo? We're the same age. Six times or five times? Five. 
Casinos are fifth. Okay. Yeah. So I've been right three out of the, three out of them. I got to vote once, but let's just say I got to choose. I chose chose George Bush and I chose Obama both times, and then I and then I was wrong with the last one. <laughs> we were all wrong. <laughs> that's the one I actually got to vote for. <laughs> actually, interestingly enough, though the majority of Americans were wrong in the last election. Yeah. Our votes don't matter, let's be honest. Absolutely true. Alright. We got a fucked up system. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and it's gonna be fucked up again. Yeah, it is. Let's let's just face it, California doesn't matter. Unless you're in star running in California, Republicans not gonna win. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, well I think that's a good place to end it for this week. Um, I want to thank everyone for jumping on, including Stash, who had to leave us a little bit early tonight. But uh, thank you, Dodger. Thank you, Beardo. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more fun stuff. And uh, until then, we all wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night.